Right. Look, the red light's on. I've turned it on this time. Take two. This week on the Reverse Stick, World Hockey invents a new metric for success, riding the wave to third and fourth. But really, folks, what were you expecting? It's the same every year. Greetings and welcome to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. My name is John Lee and I'm joined by the grooving, shaken, dancing around the room and Matt Allen. Hi. I'm, an, I'm energised. I've just, I just had a little snack. I've had a, a little uh, bit of Valpuri from Haldorams, uh, just to give me a boost. Um, it's got sauces and stuff I, in I did, it. Yeah, lovely little package there. Um, I needed to get that energy on because we've just done a, a full show and then we looked at the, our lovely little roadcaster pro desk down there and that little red button that's lit up there yeah. right now. wasn't red, was it, John? No, it was green. It was man. green. It was a green button. Green means... Go normally, doesn't it? it <laughs> but at that, that moment when we went, no, let's stop. Bugger. Um, but, so here we are again. Um, yeah. happy, so there'll happy be no mistakes. Be. There'll be, it, oh. It's all pure gold it's, from this moment on. We've had a practice. Well, it's honed. It's going to be honed, John, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? It's going to be... Um, well, it's going to be a bit more honed than it was the time before. Yeah. Last time. Welcome to episode 214. What's show going on two in the one... hockey world, isn't there? Well, there is, John. Big show. We've, we've got, oh. we're talking games. We're talking votes. We're talking awards. Um, we're talking appointments. Jobs. Yeah. Lots happening. Lots of packed picture. Well, let's do this. News. Is it news, John? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You needed to listen See, to the last, last one. The, the, one last we, the one that we didn't record... You know. Results. Well, yeah. Well, we news, had news and results. News and results. Um, lots been happening in the international game. No, well, let's do it again. Let's let's call it what it is. Okay, all right. Let's let's use the knowledge. Well, we've of the had moment. this conversation before, and you didn't like the idea. Results. Okay, so let's get to do some international results. Um, and first of all, we had the uh, the culmination of the Pan Am Cup going on, and that was uh, last weekend. In fact. Um, just before we record, there was still a couple of games to go, three games to go. Uh, on the women's side of things, there was four teams involved there. Um, and the, so they played a, a, a final and a semi-final. And four... Uh, yeah, I mean... No, 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 final. No, you get, no yeah. go along, straight to the final, Peru. Oh, final first. Okay. Um, Peru got over the top of Trinidad and Tobago 2-0 to take out the Pan American Challenge for Women 2021. Congratulations to Peru there. Um, Brazil all, uh, lost to Paraguay in the third to fourth place. So Paraguay finishing third in the Pan American Cup for Women. And in the Pan Am Challenge, Pan Am Challenge two, sorry. The, two, the top two sides going through the to top the two. Pan Am Cup. So that will be Peru and Trinidad and Tobago yep. who will progress on the women's side of things. On the men, it was uh, Mexico in the final round-robin game there, beating Peru 7-0. Mexico scored half a squillion goals in that particular tournament. And, um, Peru were in second place, needed to win about 38-0 or something, didn't they, to, <laughs> to take out that game. Well done to Mexico. They'll be going through as well. 
Um, so that was the Pan American Challenge. We also had some uh, test matches going on between France and a team many think should be called China because it's CHI, but it turns out they're Chile. Uh, France it turn out that they, <laughs> they are Chile. <laughs> yeah. 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 CHI. You can understand why you might get it wrong. If you were you just... Can, but look at the flags, John. Have a look at the flags. Oh, reading the words... Letters. Uh, France beat Chile 4-2 in the first of their two-match series. Uh, Ireland also played Malaysia in the, these are men's games and got over the top of them three goals to two. In the second France-China-Chile game, it was... <laughs> See, I didn't get that. The first... Is that a the second of the well? France versus Chile games, it was 1-0 to France. And in the second of the games between Ireland and Malaysia, Malaysia turning the tables, winning two, four goals to two over the Irish there. Some test matches coming up as well. Wales are playing Malaysia in a day from now, so that'll be the ninth. It'll be the ninth, yeah, the ninth of this month. Uh, and another game four days from now, so figure that out. Uh, Netherlands are taking on Belgium in the first of the Women's Pro League games, which starts five days from now. Oh, announcement today. That's women's games. In, India and Spain are joining the Women's Pro League, replacing Australia and New Zealand no for just one year. I oh, know, but it's, it's relevant. Go on. Well, we just have to... You... Results. <laughs> Go on. But there's more results. Um... I'm not. No, I'm not going. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go through the. Um, yeah, India, India, and Spain have uh, accepted the invitation, the gracious, most gracious invitation of the FIH to join the Pro League. Have they? Yes, and they will do for one year. I believe um, South Africa turned it down because there was an exorbitant amount of money that was re- required and quite a short amount of time to to guarantee that. Um, don't believe, don't believe Ireland were invited. Um, Not even asked. Mm. Well, the teams confirmed by the FIH on the TMS system are Argentina, Belgium, China, England, Germany, India, Netherlands, Spain and the United States. And for the uh, men? All, all ranked number one at the moment. Of course they are. No, and for the men? And for the men, not as many teams have been confirmed at this stage. As we know, Australia and New Zealand have decided to pull out because of um, restrictions placed on them. I believe... Uh, by I COVID be- travel and all that sort of stuff. I believe Malaysia have had the, the invite teams coming in and, and, have and, as well. t- and have turned it down. Well, uh, the teams confirmed are Argentina, Belgium, England, Germany, India, Netherlands and Spain. So that's a total of seven teams. So they probably need one more, one you more? think. I reckon at least that gives you a reasonable competition. Well, South Africa will be a no. Uh, Canada. Who um, do you reckon? Maybe. Not US. Pakistan. 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 Maybe. Could be. With some FIA support. Could 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 happen. Who, who's to know? Well, most of them are European. It's only um, India and Argentina who are outside of Europe. Mm. Uh, USA, I mean, pro- maybe pro- would the USA be interested? Probably well, Canada. It, it'd probably be better just as a European-based competition, anyway, wouldn't it? Well, I th- make more sense on the, air, on the air miles. Well, maybe that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah, you're going to love that. More news. Uh, yeah, EHL. I'm not going to go through all those results or any of the 
Euro League results this week, John, because there's far, far too much to pack into this show. Uh, nonetheless, I will just give you the quick rundown on. Let's see if I can find the uh, the deets here on uh, where we're left at for um, EHL allocation places off the back of these ranking tournaments. So in the men, okay. Germany have three spots alongside Netherlands and Spain. Belgium in England and Austria. Austria, a big leap there for them with two sides. France, Belarus, right. Russia, Scotland, Ireland, all with one club each there. In the women's competition, uh, was re- reduced number of sides in there. Obviously, it's a, a little bit more of a, a, a fledgling competition and, and building up. Uh, Netherlands and Spain, both with two clubs. Germany, England, Belgium and Ireland, all with one club each. So that's how Euro Hockey League will shape up for next season, oh. with the with the you know the kind of um, club representation from those nations, excellent or reward for the the clubs from those nations that uh, are able to qualify. I think doesn't that 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 sort of competition over the top of your normal club competition so helps to boost the excitement about the game, don't you think? Well, no, no, it's great to have the, that European club competition at all yep. levels and the opportunities to move up and down in the league system. Um, it seems, uh, it's, yeah, quite a, quite a, um, it's, a, it's, it's a great way to build that European competition, but it's a, it's a great way to, to lift the quality of clubs throughout it. Absolutely. There we go. Next. You're a hockey. What do you mean next? Well, are we moving? Are we just going to have general chit chat? How, how's your hockey week been? Have you been no, no, no. You know all the stuff we talked about and the one that didn't get recorded. Well, I've crossed it. I can barely read what's underneath oh, so we're not there. Gonna, so we got the got, the got the final rank. Ah, oh, awards, awards, big, 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 big award. Because there yeah. has been some big announcements. I'll lead this. I'll lead this. Oh. Uh, John uh, Polygrass Magic Skill Award. Amazing Argentina take. The inaugural oh, prize. It was the one I was looking for. This as time. we approach the start, this is from the FIH.ch website and the news. As we approach the start of season three of the FIH Hockey Pro League, we are delighted to reveal the winner of the Polygrass Magic Skill Award for the 2021 season, as voted for by hockey fans the world over. Throughout the past few weeks, fans have voted to pick a moment that really captured the magic of our sport in this brand new award. Presented by FIH Global Supplier, Polytan. The shortlist for the Polygrass Magic Skill Award featured six wonderful flashes of brilliance that graced the turf during the extended 2021 edition of the competition. Uh, and then we've got uh, a link at the bottom for six different videos. Gurjant's goal is fast and fantastic. Mary's Magic 4, Amazing Argentina, three goals in three minutes. Granato's goal, Solo and Stipe's Hockey Tweener. So we've got goal uh, feasts mm. for, for for Germany, for Argentina on a couple of occasions, a New game between Belgium and Bro. Netherlands, New, Ze- New Zealand. And I'm sorry, I mentioned last week about Mark Hagar going home to New Zealand. Of course, he's going to Queensland, isn't he? To Hockey Australia job. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and one, for, one for India. And lo and behold, John, Argentina... Take out the prize, huh? Argentina, Argentina. A fan vote. So they've got they've got two awards out of the six, or two goals out of out of the six that are in there, and there's a fan vote, and lo and behold, 
Argentina. Argentina. Are you win saying they played the system here? The fan vote. Well, how many people, uh, you know, are into hockey in Argentina? It's massive there in the country, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And but I reckon they, I just, I don't know what, I don't know if, well, maybe I did suggest last week that you could use 12 different email addresses. Was it last? No, I'd know. It was a few weeks ago. Do you think there's been the manipulation it, involved in the awarding of this award? I think there's something fishy that Argentina have taken out this inaugural um, Amazing Skills Award. Uh, Just particular... off the basis of people voting. Yeah, and they've got, what, they've got two different opportunities to win out this of This is a six. scandal. This is an absolute scandal, Matt. Um, I think the FIH have really got to look at the way that they, they, they take on the votes for this sort of thing. Is it just the fans that vote for it? Oh, or is there a media panel involved? Perhaps national associations have a say. Well, here's the problem, John. It's just this Polygrass Magic Skill Award, there just isn't enough transparency around it. No. No. Definitely Who, not. Who's picking these goals? I mean, I scored a ripper last year. Did anybody record it, Matt? No, they didn't. Well, that in itself is okay, a sad tale. It's problem- it is problematic in, it's, it is again, in one of these... Um, but, but, but congratulations to the winner, no doubt. Well, of course, I mean, but it's not their fault they scored a great goal, is it? No, no. Although it is a polygrass argue, award. Argue, arguably. Yeah? Yeah, it is a polygrass award. Would you think they get a trophy? Well, yeah, but in five to seven years' time, you'll have to replace it. Now, that's, fun- that's funny because... <laughs> That's funny because the actual shape of the trophy next to the text for the Polygrass Magic Skill Award looks very much like the shin pad design um, of the Pro League um, individual awards, the ones that fell apart. Oh, really? Yeah, very. You don't want your shin pad falling apart. Well, there we go. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, we've got to talk about Nostradamus here. Oh, go on. Nostra Hockey Humans. Oh, wow. Yes, okay. So, um... Oh, um, j- just so you, everyone's at ease, Ryan is still alive and still listening r- regularly on a Sunday morning. Still loves the show. Thanks, Ryan, for tuning in. Did uh, you say something funny at that point in the last one? No, no I don't think so. Oh, no, no, no. Keep moving on. We can't just keep. We can't keep. It was a great show. It was <laughs> honestly. It was one of our best. And we've just kind of you know lost lost our way. I mean, it was yeah, it was high energy. Jeez, was it high energy? Um. No, uh, yeah. So yeah, last last week I suggested we may or may not have a new listener. Uh, hopefully, or oh, we have last a new week. follower. Hopefully, if not last week, certainly this week. Welcome, David. Now we toward, towards the end of our chat on that certain segment, um, I did say, "Oh, should we make the announcement on behalf of Hockey Australia now?" Um, I could have done because it was within four or five days after we recorded. That, well, uh, we recorded on the Friday. We did, yeah, Friday last week. So it was Monday or Tuesday, I think. The, the announcement came out. Yeah, well, I got a message from two different people, somebody from softball and somebody from hockey, saying, oh, you nailed it. And then I then I looked into it and there was a you know, you did. an announcement from um, Softball Australia that their CEO was uh, stepping away from the role after three and a half years, two months either way, two months either way, anyway, he's, he's, he might do the full four years by the end of it, because in January he takes on the CEO, CEO role at Hockey Australia. January, yeah. January. Oh, congratulations, congratulations to David. Good luck to his... Welcome to the hockey family. Yep, I um, wish you all the success that 
you can get out of this particular job. Um, I've got to give you some credit here, though, Matt. I reckon within 30 seconds of him following us on Twitter, I had a message from you saying, what's this guy doing following us? What's the head of softball doing following us? Next CEO, and you were straight on it. Straight away you went, he's the next one. He's going to be it. <laughs> you are an influencer. Well, You're right. Yeah, you were right. I don't think you need to have that great a detective uh, mindset to, yeah, but to, to work that out. We recorded that Friday night. That podcast, for most people, in this country at least, wouldn't have been listened to until at least Saturday morning at the uh-huh. earliest. Monday, there he is, resigning from his old job and joining Hockey Australia. I'm, not, I'm just joining no, but Dave, no, Dave don't stay, exist. No, but he's staying on to, for the new CEO for the handover. And, oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. For a smooth transition. I'm just saying... <sighs> None of my work. I this is. I'm not taking any credit for this it's at all. It's just folks. nice. It's nice that one of the rumours actually comes true. You know? Yeah. I mean, in fact, Ryan. We made our. We we even said we're creating our own rumour. Ryan did say, mate. Every clock stops twice a day. No more. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every clock is right <laughs> twice a day. You got it right the first time around. <laughs> You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast, and this is um, this is where you interrupted me the first time around to give some results, but you've already given them this time around. I think we did that, didn't we? Yeah, we did already did it. So now we've got to come up with some new content. Well, that's fine. I've got plenty. Uh, tweet from Baggy. You know, we like to know how people's hockey week are going. And Baggy, of course, TRS World Eleven member. Yep. Find Patreon subscriber, supporter. You can go to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick. I do believe he might have. Um, hockey podcast in voted, I put a poll up and I think he might have voted in it, Maggie, but we'll get, yes, to, the we'll get to the poll we'll later. We'll talk about the, the, the poll. Just at the end of when we talk about the unimportance. Anyway, Baggy tweets. Rob, Baggy bags your barons. Excited for first club double header of hockey for a long time this weekend. Big home game Saturday, followed by Shetland away in the cup. Away. A trip to an island? Let's see. Fortunately, playing at a neutral venue in Aberdeen. Oh, the Granite City. Presumably due to air ferry logistics or potential crowd trouble. I mean, that's the kind of crowd trouble you're getting in Shetland, I think. Oh, don't, Um, don't tell me they have to modify their whistles. Like the Canadians, the Canadians do with the, mo- the mooses, yeah, yeah. Could be an issue. Could be. Do you whistle sheep? Come by, come by. That sort of thing, isn't it? Sheep, sheep can fly, you know. Sheep can fly. Yeah, they nest. Right. Okay. Anyway, carry on. No, please share that for that theory no, no, no. let's keep talking about hockey I think we're better staying in that alright so uh, yeah that's the hockey uh, and then that's the that's the the baggy oh, oh here we go John oh the Commonwealth Games <laughs> surprise surprise <laughs> India have withdrawn both the men's no. and the women's teams from uh, this year's com- well, next year's competition in Birmingham what from all sports well, just hockey, from what I can tell at the moment, and what, obviously, what? well, okay, well, there's a, there's been a few. Um, so the, they won't have to hold the shooting in India then. Well, 
this, we need to look a little bit deeper into this. Let's start off with an article from the um, TribuneIndia.com, which has got a couple of bits of interest for me in here. A day after Hockey India's decision to withdraw from... This is from um, October the 6th. A day after Hockey India's decision to withdraw from next year's Commonwealth Games, the Commonwealth Games Federation has said they are in touch with the Indian body and they will try to, in quotes, understand and alleviate any concerns they have. Oh. Good luck. So, maybe, looking for a turnaround from the uh, Commonwealth Games Federation. Of course, they'd need to speak to the head of the uh, Indian Commonwealth Games uh, organisation, wouldn't they? Who would be um, Mr. Doctor? Mr. Doctor Battery. Yeah, Hockey India President Gyanendra Ningabam cited the the ten days of hard quarantine for Indian travellers to the UK, and that it was important to prioritise Asian Games, and they don't want to risk the health of the athletes as reasons to pull out. With nine months to go to the start of Birmingham 2022, <laughs> the Games partners are constantly reviewing all COVID-19 protocols so that the necessary measures are in place to ensure the safety and security of all athletes, coaches and support staff. A, common, uh, a CGF, Commonwealth Games Federation spokesperson, told the Tribune. So, Asian Games is what we're kind of being told there, isn't it, as to, as to why they're... Uh, the Indian sides won't uh-huh. be playing at the Commonwealth Games. Now, this is something that has been brought discussed. up previously. Because, um, I mean, a 30-day break between a warm-up tournament to a major tournament. There's a few yeah. things that fr- frustrate me with it. There's the the fact that um, there would be incredible support there for an Indian side in Birmingham with a, um, a, a strong Indian heritage community living there. And we know that from talking to um, uh, the guys from Barford Tigers, geez, a couple of years ago on Push Past Pundits, the exciting prospect of the new stadium be- being built there. I think it was at the Alexander Stadium in Perry Bar. And that being a home for hockey there going forward, but looking forward to having the Indian sides playing there. Um, oh, there's no doubt there would have been a tremendous amount of support for the Indian teams in England. And the questions are coming out going, oh, well, you know, why why can't just a, uh, an under-23s team or a B team be sent along if it's that Im- important? Now, you'd, surely you'd want to use something. If that that's your viewpoint, that it's not as important as the Asian Games, you'd use the Commonwealth Games to test the fitness and bring people in that maybe have been injured and use that as an opportunity at a, at, as a good level tournament, you would think. Well, you, you're going to be playing Australia and you're going to be playing New Zealand and you're playing England and Scotland and you're going to be playing some good teams. So, why, you know, if, if these games are so important to you, why wouldn't you use that opportunity to warm your team up? What, what are you going to be doing for those two weeks? That's but, right. It's, you know, um, maybe organising what? Organising games against Germany and the Dutch or something? I don't know. Other Asian teams? What are you looking up? I'm just trying to find find a, a great article that is. It's almost it's almost worthy of putting the mass, <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt's mystery. It's almost worthy of putting the Matt's mystery <laughs> file. Um, just before we get there, let's go back to what 
we said when we first started this conversation, and we're not talking about just hockey. We're talking about the entire Olympic team, aren't we? Commonwealth Games. Commonwealth Games. No, no, just hockey. Why just hockey? Because it's not a priority for, for, for Indian hockey to be there. Because of the um, the Asian so, Games coming and and the Asian Games being a route to the Olympics as an it, Olympic it, qualifier. It, and this is we've already talked about this in previous discussions on exactly this topic. So here we have the head of the International Hockey Federation suggesting a national team doesn't roll up to the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, not suggesting. Geez, more than suggesting. And not only that, the, the the particular gentleman in question is a former head of hockey in mate, that country. Mate, this is here's the article, and he's now the head of the Olympic movement, oh, the Commonwealth, the Olympic movement, not the Commonwealth Games movement. No, also Commonwealth Games. Oh, that's, also that's another hat. That's another oh, hat. Another yeah. hat. Oh, another hat. Oh, jeez. So this is from the Indian Express, twenty uh, eighth of September, twenty nineteen. So two years and a week or two back. Now, before before you read this, I want to preempt this because we both have long believed that anything going on now with the Commonwealth Games goes back to and dates to at least the the Hockey World League semi-finals in London. Yeah, well, not and, not, and this is in particular because and the Commonwealth Games that in particular because the Commonwealth Games are being held in, in England. England. So, in particular. So this article, the move to quit Commonwealth Games on flimsy grounds is unfair to athletes. Great sporting nations don't sulk. They get cracking on the new rules of the game and prove a point on the sports field. It needed a Shah Rukh Khan film, Chuck Day, to put the focus on Suraj Lata Devi and Mamta Karab five years after India's 2002 Commonwealth Games gold in women's hockey. India had beaten England for the Commonwealth gold then, defeating Australia in the semi-finals, and it wasn't a lightweight achievement. Except the IOA boss, Narendra Batra, now calls the Commonwealth Games a waste of time because the level of competition isn't high. His grouse is that India wins anything between 70 and 100 medals at the Commonwealth Games, but just two at the Olympics. So the conversion is abysmal. India won 57 medals at the the ASEAD before the 2016 Rio Olympics, but no one talks of dumping that one. The Indian men's hockey team has never won a Commonwealth Games gold because, as Batra will notice, Australia tends to be very high competition. (laughs) The event is not a waste if it has unearthed gems like Ashish Kumar and Deepa Kamaka in gymnastics, Sayana Newa, Gujarala Gutta, Ashwini Panapa's first flush of final success also came at the Commonwealth Games, followed by the World Championships and Olympic medals. Um, Manika Batra with the twin golds. Uh, clearly the gains, if not squandered, can convert to Olympic success if everyone concerned maintains perspective. Here's where Batra's views are coming from. Sports like shooting, wrestling, weightlifting and even badminton and table tennis are low-hanging fruit at the Commonwealth Games. They rake in a bunch of medals for India, though the player still has to make the effort of actually plucking that fruit. What needs to be painfully pointed out to the IOA is that India has had little success to show in what are acknowledged as the big three sports, track and field, swimming and gymnastics. Hockey has repeatedly exposed India's weaknesses against high competition, and a boxing medal isn't exactly a cakewalk. India chooses to stay blind to team sports like netball, basketball, beach volleyball and rugby sevens, but that points to their blinkers, not the low competition available. Um, 
India goes medal gramming against low competition at the Asian Games too. Uh, this, it goes on. At, at the heart of this outrageous idea of junking Commonwealth Games altogether is the 2022 Birmingham Commonwealth Games decision to drop shooting from the programme and India throwing a fit, offended that it'll drop down in the medals tally. Colonial things like having no Indian on 13 Commonwealth Games committees are being mooted as possible reasons to evict a sport that does tend to be clunky and expensive with its infrastructure and, frankly, not quite a darling of television. So, there's lots lots going on there in the background on, on top of you saying about the potential political issues that came out of the um, the World Cup. And, oh, right. And, you know, that was huge, and it was embarrassing for Batra, and he had to apologise. Um, begrudgingly. Begrudgingly, yeah. And for a disciplinary council... So there's a there is a there's a grudge there, isn't there? And and it, but it's 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 not just um, it's not just about the proximity of the Asian Games. That's poppycock. There's ways around that. There's much more going on here. It's much more deep seated. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we've spoken to a couple of people that are highly placed in the coaching realm and. They've, their comments have been basically, well, why wouldn't you want to play in a tournament like that leading into something like the Asian Games? And look, let's have a look at how India did at the last Asian Games, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, I don't know. Seems a bit strange to me, the whole situation. We've made our case clear on, on where we think that the, how many hats you can possibly wear before they start corrupting each other. Well, it, yeah. It, is it the start of a, a wider move for India to move out of the Commonwealth system? Well, no. Not while they're still winning medals in certain sports, obviously based on the back of that article. But to do it in hockey isn't good enough or just got got no chance of winning one there anyway. So let's take the easier route, which also conveniently is the opportunity yeah, it's, for it's an not, Olympic if, qualification. If your, if your goal is the Asian Games, then whether you're... Whether you win it or not at the Commonwealth Games is not the issue because it becomes essentially a warm-up tournament against really good teams that are going to really expose your weaknesses. But moving forward, it's a potential issue for hockey being involved as a sport at the Commonwealth Games if, in inverted commas, one of the biggest nations that plays the game pulls out and thinks it's not a priority, then for the organising committee and for whoever's hosting it next time around... Maybe hockey's the one to drop. India aren't interested anymore. Anybody to think that there's not a conflict of interest going on here, that that is more of a joke. You're listening to The Reverse Dig, the up and beat glow-ho-po podcast. Is that right? Sure it is, mate. Um, Half Court Press, Half Court Press, uh, new podcast out. Yeah, even even though some of the stuff that Teo's put on, out there on social media is a bit defamatory about the way I go about playing the game of hockey. I assume it was aimed at me anyway. Assume um, he didn't name you. Um, Pommy running around a field in Australia somewhere. Oh. I, I knew it was. I knew it was at me. Okay, I knew it was pointed at me. Because yeah. you're the only Pommy down here, aren't you? Mm. Playing hockey. Yeah, not many. Not many down here. Um, what else is on the agenda oh, tonight? Smart ones, though. Did I? Uh, 
We did the did we do the Hockey Australia announcement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that? Yeah. Oh, Ryan's yeah, still alive, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So, so did anything else happen this week in hockey? Going on. Uh, but I've been busy. Oh, a few days break actually. Lovely, yeah. lovely break. But thanks for asking. Yeah. Um, organising the summer stuff. That's that's all you sort did. of you know. So you spent three days um, with your family doing holiday. No, I, no, absolutely. No, I absolutely did. I've ignored lots of people. Have you? Lots of people. Yeah. yeah. Apart from when the phone started exploding about forty-eight hours ago with tweets uh, <laughs> with regard to the FIH Stars Awards. The Stars Awards. Oh, were they announced this week? Were they? Should we? Should we announce the winners? Have you got that up there? I have. I've got the. Um, let's have a look. Should we read? I'll just read the read the uh, uh, the winners first. I think. Okay. Congratulations. The results. Congratulations to this everybody. Is, this is first up for women. No, results. don't don't go one to one to five or one to six or just three. Just announce or the winners. The winners, yeah. Okay. The FIH Player of the Year for women with weighted scores is Gujarat Kaur from India with a score of. It's, it's not. It's Gurjit. Gurjit, Gurjit Kaur, with a score of 46.63 points, um, which is 35.48% of the National Association votes, 50.67% of the media votes, and 64.89% of the fan player votes. The FIH Goalkeeper... Thank you. The FIH Goalkeeper of the Year for Women is Savita from India. A score of 58.75 points, 51.38% of the National Association vote, 63.16% of the media vote, and 69.08% of the fan player vote. The FIH Rising Star for Women was Shamila Devi from India. A score of 55.51 points, 48 points. 39% of the National Association votes, 58.67% of the media vote, and 66.6% of the fans' players' vote, 666. Matt, the FIH Women's Coach of the Year, Sean Maranya from the Netherlands, but Team India, score of 56.33 points, 39.7% of the National Association vote, 66.2% of the media vote, and 79.66% of the fan player vote. The men's results, you ready with the weighted scores again, Matt. The FIH Men's Player of the Year, Harman Preet Singh from India, score 52.11 points. 42.66% of National Association votes, 44% of the media vote, and 79.12% of the fan player votes. For the FIH Goalkeeper of the Year, P.R. Shrajesh from India, 58.34 points, uh, 47% of the National Association vote, 59.46% of the media votes, and 79.9% of the plan fa- fan player votes, not the pan players. <laughs> The, they, they were a great band, though, weren't they? Weren't Pan they? Flayers. Oh, that is well a great name for a band. Pan Flayers. Oh, oh. Anyway, Rising Star Men's for the Year, the FIH Award, Vivek Prasad from India. Score. And what's that? Rising Star? Rising Star. He won it before, isn't he? Yeah, we, there's precedent there, oh, mate. Don't worry. Oh, Score, 66.78%, 57%. 8% of the National Association votes, 68.49% of the media votes, and 83.03% of the fan player votes. For the FIH Men's Coach of the Year, 
Graham Reed, Australia. Team India. Score 50.93%. Where's it cheering? No, he's not Indian. Well, neither was short, but you cheered him. Cheer, oh, come no. on. Graham Reed, Australia. Team India. Score 50.93%. Uh, uh, 93 points. 36.07% of the National Association votes. 50% of the media votes. And 81.57% of the fan player vote. So there you go. Congratulations to the winner, winners of the FIH Star Awards. Olympic success continues for India is the headline, Matt. Now, of course, this uh, world player... Boom, 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 Fireworks. Oh, explosions. John Claude Van Damme jumping through a window. Bruce Willis off a building. There we go. Calamity. This, well, did you vote, John? The Rock, he just... Did you vote? Hey. Did you vote? Oh, multiple times, Matt. How many email addresses do you think I have? And uh, No, I did not vote. Well, I know how many email addresses you've got. You've got three. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's only for that. Oh, channel. for that, yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah. yeah. That's that, uh, yeah, covert, yeah. covert stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, introduced in 1998, the World Player of the Year Awards. Back in 2011, it was a, pa- a panel of selected coaches that would choose the winners. Yep. We didn't have a goalkeeper of the year at the time. We didn't have a young player of the year at the time, I don't think. Um, no, maybe we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, 2013, it was coaches, players and media that selected the awards. And then in 2014, a fan vote was introduced oh. and players and other stakeholders. And that was the year also there was a change from young player to rising star. So by other stakeholders, you mean anybody with a valid email address. <laughs> now, there, there's an article in uh, News 9 Live um, that I picked up on earlier on that's got a bit of an in-depth, there's a couple of, I might have covered the bits that are missing already um, just then. Um, but he, he takes us through the, let me just find the name of the, the history, uh, the, the author here. Uh, who's credited here? Uh, Mega Malik. I say he. I apologise if that's a she. Doesn't say Mr. or Mrs. at the top. So a basic um, rundown of how the awards work. A basic rundown work. here, and I'm going to give it to you. Um, FIH Awards. I had it. I was on exactly the thing, and then I looked at the top to see where it... Uh, Did you lose your place with technology? technology? This is embarrassing. We could cut this, John. But, we, you know, we don't like to, do we? You know, once well, once, I'm, once I'm we not, press play... I'm not likely to cut something out that shows you up as being inept with technology, considering right. my history with I'm it. I'm right at the top. I'm going to scroll down to the bit that I need. Okay, before we delve into what's right and what's not, let us understand the award system, how the nominations are made, how the award winners are selected, and how the fairly novel method of voting to determine the winners goes about. FIH Awards. Four awards have been up for grabs in recent years. Player of the Year, Goalkeeper of the Year... Rising Star of the Year and the Coach of the Year. Play of the Year awards were first introduced in 1998. And then we've got some stats about who's won. How are the laurels awarded? The voting process for the awards has changed several times. For example, in 2013, when Germany's uh, 
Tobias Halka was named the Men's Player of the Year. An expert panel consisting of coaches, athletes and media personnel voted for the winners. Each of the panellists could nominate a maximum of five candidates for the Player of the Year and what was then called the Talent of the Year category. The panellists were permitted to put forward one nomination from their, from their team or country in each category. In the next two years, the system changed again. Five male and female nominees were selected for each award. They were selected by a panel consisting of FIH Athletes Committee, Continental Federation Presidents and FIH Media Personnel. Winners were decided by the combined results of online voting that was open to the public and a peer vote from international players. In 2018, the Coaches of the Year were chosen by an FIH panel and the umpires by the FIH Officials Committee. The Player, Rising Star and Goalkeeper Awards had both peer votes consisting of fellow players and coaches as well as fan vote. The votes were calculated as a weighted percentage, i.e. 75% for the peer votes and 25% for the fan votes. What were the rules for the 2021 season? No awards were given last year due to COVID. This year the system changed drastically after the conclusion of the Tokyo Olympics. The shortlist was decided by an expert committee. This committee had FIH Athletes Committee Chair Roger Hoffman, FIH Media Coordinator and Journalist Sarah Juggins, Belgium Hockey High Performance Director Adam Commons and uh, Maureen Craig Rousseau, FIH Executive Board Member. The voting process changed as well. Votes from national associations counted for 50% of the overall result. Each NA was granted two votes per gender. The NAA is represented by the national team captain and coach. Votes from the media accounted for 25% of the overall result. Votes from fans and players counted for the other 25%. Out of FIH's 137 member associations, 79 took part in the voting process. 11 11 out of 25 from Africa, 29 out of 33 from Asia, 19 out of 42 from Europe, 3 out of 8 from Oceania, and 17 out of 30 from Pan America. While 87% of Asian nations voted, it was only 45% for Europe. Given the population share of Asia, India alone as compared to European nations, it's quite understandable how the votes tilted so heavily in favour of the Indians. There we go, John. I think that's quite a good little uh, sort of run into it. Well, first up, what we should acknowledge is um, the tremendous performances of the people who won the awards. Congratulations. Well done. Nominees don't vote for themselves. Nominees generally do not nominate themselves either. They don't, um, although, although I must say, I do find the videos vote for me a little bit cringy. Yep, uh, they are cringy. But that, besides the point, you know, they're just trying to... Athletes in our sport have to promote their brands as highly as they can because they're yep, not making money comment, yeah, out of just yeah, yeah, playing yeah. the game, so yeah. they've got to find some other way. So that's fair enough. Promote yourself because you have to. Um <sighs> These awards have been conducted the same way for quite a few years now. Fair to say? Well, well fan votes from 2014 onwards yeah. have been include, so included. The, the same system has been in operation for quite a while now. And to be quite honest with everybody, we've been taking it the piss out of it ever since we've been doing this <laughs> podcast, haven't we? Well, not the winners. Not the people who win. and Because you're no spud to get there, are you, Matt? No, You've got, you've got to be in it to win it. You're there and you're in the face of the judges. Now, 
Who you knows might disagree what... on any given year with the individual decision made amongst, you know, you might disagree with maybe that player shouldn't have been nominated and this player should We have. made exactly those comments and, four weeks yeah. ago. Exactly those comments. And every year for the last three or four years we've yeah. been making those comments about these awards. You're no spud to get even nominated. You know, you, you're a pretty good bloody player. and But it's objective. And what is the cri- yeah. criteria for those people that have been chosen to choose those players, what criteria are they working towards to, to select those people? And perhaps, look, and we'll go on and, and, and talk about some of the, the backlash that's come, come, come yeah. out of this. Um, but perhaps... And coaches. Coaching, it's about coaching award as well. It's not just players. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you throw me there, but... I've got I've got a list of different things that I've, I've sort of jotted down. I've, it, okay. I've, I've my emotions have kind of gone up and down with it because you there's been, been very emotional. So much input from the hockey community, and so first and foremost, I'll say with it, any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> and if we can raise up a bit of a shitstorm over this sort of stuff, then at least people are engaging and getting involved and and having a bit of interest in it. Okay, let's do some shitstorm raising then, Matt. Now, first thing we've got to consider is this is whole eruption of furor is because India won every single award. Yes. Okay. And, yeah. and and people outside of India can't quite understand that how that could possibly happen and uh, are suggesting that this is a this is a setup, this is all fixed because how can one country possibly win every one of those categories okay. that are available? First thing I'll say is that as highly as improbable as it is, it is uh, also highly conceivable that it could happen. This isn't the Academy Awards. There's not eight hours of presentations and people getting awards for, you know, the best bloke holding up a backlight or something like that. There's f- essentially four awards doubled because of gender. There's men's and women's. Okay, so it's only four awards we're talking about, essentially, either side. Now, it is certainly very conceivable that the best team in the world might happen to have the best player in the world playing for them, might also happen to have the best rising star, inverted commas, because we're still not sure what that term exactly means, might have the best goalkeeper in the world and perhaps even the best coach coaching them as well. That is a highly conceivable idea. Now, to have it happening across both the men's and women's competition at the same time is not inconceivable. It's highly improbable. Doesn't happen very often, but, but it is highly conceivable. But mathematically very possible. <laughs> but the, all if, those if, things if, are possible. If, if, if you've got a leg in every stake, you know, in, in, in every um, so race there with it. It's... There's a good, not a good chance. There is a chance. Yes. Now, chances are happening aren't very... I would say in a team that came third and fourth, it was probably really, really highly improbable. If you had two teams finishing winning gold at the Olympics in that given year, you would think, well, there's a chance that might happen. Yeah. And that's where a lot of this angst is driven from. And, and potentially, potentially, if those individual award winners were massively standout players within those sides, I would say there would be other players within uh, both the men's and the women's Indian team that 
were equal value, with, you know, with, within the... Well, I, here we go. See, I'm thinking about the bloody Olympics. And this is what that's based on. This is, we this said is an that Olympic, at the time. This is an Olympics award. And we should, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not a culmination of the last 12 months of hockey because there no. was basically none. And all of the votes would have been based upon what people saw at the Olympics. All of the fan votes, certainly. And even for the international associations and the coaches and stuff, most of their exposure came to all these other players in the Olympics. So we've had this backlash, and uh, there's been a lot of bullshit. I mean, there's, oh, there's, there's, there's been a lot of jingoistic, kind of just lazy, oh, India is corrupt, and... Mr. Dr. Batra has set this up and, and all of this. And, and, it, and it, it's just not true. What we... Right, Christ. How long well, have we said? We want Indian hockey fans to engage more. We want the huge support of the Indian subcontinent to get behind hockey and, and grow the game to where it needs to be. Get Star Sports back on board, filming. Get big crowds in places. We get the Indian hockey fans back on board and following the game because of the successes at the Olympics for both the men's and the women's, women's sides. And what happens? We go, oh, we, we don't want your votes, though. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> we don't, no. We don't want you getting that involved in the game that you might actually sway a, a competition that has van, van votes um, look, linking look, to, the, to, to who wins. Let's now, face it, Matt. The same level of corruption has been happening for years because the same loopholes have been open for everybody else. Look at all the past winners. Exactly. Are, uh, so why don't know, we question like, every? Why don't we question Arthur Van Doren winning June, uh, Rising Star and Two World Player the and, and then and but World Player as well in the same year? Yeah. Absolutely disgusting. Huh? Well, not disgusting, but it's, of course it is. <laughs> the bloody Belgians. Cheating buggers, honestly. No, they must have been huh? cheating. And that's why they've, they've just, in the men's, they've just won the World Cup and the Olympics. Huh? Yeah. This is where it all started. Cheating at the yeah. fight. And now yeah, we're seeing it with India. What's oh. next? India win the they World Cup. They win the World Cup. Yeah. Of course they will. Yep. No, but <laughs> who rail against... Well, some of the stuff, rail, no, but, but some, of the, some of the players, current international shut players... Up. Shut, shut up. Oh, geez. It's just a bit... It's, embar- it. it's just embarrassing. Shut up. Just um, former players are, you know. Look, say say what you want with it, but uh, I, you know, I think people are they're, they're fixated on this. This is this outrage should have been happening with the presidential elections, right? The, here's the FIH, right? The, <laughs> the National Association stuff. Right, this is, so, this so is so great. The, but the but the FIH statement. Let me let me find the FIH statement. Um, more minutes wasted waiting for here technology. We here with John and Matt. No, it's, it's, all, it's all here. FIH statement about the voting process. No, it's just taking me to a different <laughs> picture. Yeah, you don't want that picture going public. Mate. Why? Okay, shh, FIH are listening. What they're doing at the moment is they're, they're playing around with their Twitter feed. They've got, they must have the mics in here again. Oh, have they? Just fill fill for a moment. Got a rumour then? Well, uh, I've got a, I got a rumour for you. Go on. I'm going to burn out in about six weeks' time. Who's going someone, to burn? someone told me. Who's going to burn out? Yeah, your, your, your mind's just going to blow up with everything that happens. Here we go. In the next few weeks with hockey in Australia and the world. All right. It's, 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 it's odd because this statement isn't anywhere on the website that I can find. It's certainly not under the news section. It's 
just come out as a um, a screenshot of text with the FIH Hockey Stars Awards. Um, is this from the uh, ba- banner at the top? No, no, this is on the FIH Twitter feed. FIH statement about the FIH Hockey Stars Awards voting process. Uh, FIH statement. FIH would like to recall some important principles of the FIH Hockey Stars Awards voting process, which has been clearly communicated before the vote. Mm-hmm. The voting process has been designed to give to give to major hockey stakeholders, teams, players, coaches, fans and media the opportunity to cast a vote for the most important yearly awards in global hockey. In order to ensure the technical legitimacy of the vote, FIH is required that the National Association's votes are made by their national teams, coaches and captains. A higher weight has been allocated to the National Association's voting group. Votes from captains and coaches counted 50% of the overall result, while fans and players 25%, as well as media, 25% made the other half of the vote. As one can see, all winning athletes have topped the standings in each of the three voting groups, NAs, fans and players, and media. In other words, even if one or two of these voting groups would not have been involved, the winning athletes would have been the same. As always, FIH will conduct a review of the FIH Hockey Stars Awards and make adjustments wherever deemed necessary. In particular... We will focus on establishing why a number of national associations <laughs> failed to vote. And as we said before from, from the article from uh, um, from India, there's a lot of a lot of nations did not vote. Now, why didn't they vote? Hang on, FIH. Why didn't you get on the phone? within an hour of the end of the voting, when it needed to happen, and remind people who they needed to vote for. Well, they have experience of that, don't they? They do. I mean, maybe Cheese Right Scriveners weren't around. Maybe Loomy weren't there to make sure it happened. But there's some best practice there you've been showing before. Pick the phone up and remind people to vote just before the ballot closes. Yeah. People who haven't logged on to the system to vote yet, who should immediately log on. That's, you know, don't say we're going to investigate it. You've done, you've been there before when people haven't voted. Oh, you, well, you know what happened. Well, this, this leads us back to how the whole vote thing works, which we've often questioned. Now, we, when you look at it, you come up with well, this, but, uh, but why did, this why percentage was, system. Why wasn't there any, any indignation from the community when the nominations came out? Well, that, that's a good argument. Why, why weren't the, it? why weren't the Belgians making a big hoo-ha and saying, hang on, why haven't we got three players nominated in the men's best player of the year? How come he can't win Rising Star three times? Yes. A three-time winner of the Rising Star. What sort of story is that? That would have just been yeah, brilliant. Over, over seven years. <laughs> Incredible. Fantastic result. Let's, look, part of the problem is, People don't understand how the vote works, and we don't understand. We've been trying to find out. We don't really understand. But we can say that you end up with a score. So 58.75. In some places, it's the score is um, points. In some places, it's just called 58.75. Then it's broken up into a percentage of, of voting. Now... It's 50% from national associations, isn't it? 
50% of your vote. So yeah. It's not 50% a, of your points. A vote. It's 50% of your votes. But that's two people voting, a coach and a captain. Okay. Then there's, then there's the media votes take up 25% and but, the plan vote. But we don't know how, we don't vote. know how many people those media are and we don't know who the, who, who they are either. I know who they're not. I don't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, okay. Now, how, how does this work out? You're awarding points and then percentages. So, fifty percent of the national association votes. There's X number of national associations, isn't there? 137, there's 137. Uh, okay. So, and there's, and there'll be, so there's 274 votes available, okay. captain and coach, which accounts for 50% of the total amount of okay. points that okay. can be earned. How many play, fan player votes are available? 25%, John. No, how many, how many are, are available votes? Well, it must be infinite, mustn't it? Like 12 email addresses each. <laughs> I mean, surely you could you could run a, I reckon you could run a bot to get two hundred thousand votes on a pretty unsecure website kind of setup where you've just got to give an email address and a name and and, and click some things. Run a bot twenty. What's it going to cost you? Twenty thousand US. To get to... <laughs> yeah, that's the hockey. Why have we never done this before? Now, but I'm I'm trying to think out how that works out. Like fifty percent of the votes come from national. So, how does fifty percent of your votes? Wait, it's waiting, John. It's waiting. Yeah, look, waiting. I, it's we've talked about this. It's not a good system, and it's not. Well, it, well it's not transparent for a start, is it? It's hard to understand, which is typical of hockey. We make things hard to understand. Rules are bloody complicated. This sort of shit's it. It's got to be simplified in some way, shape, or form, and some account to be able to be laid somewhere. And I don't think you can have a fan vote because fan votes through this social media platform, etc., and blah blah, they've shown to be flawed because they become weighted. What they have, they, they should carry their own weighting. Should we suddenly say, oh, fans' votes from India are worth less because there's so many people? No, we shouldn't. So maybe there's some things that should be taken out of the hands of the fans. And for something as prestigious but, 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 as the player, world player's best choice. player of the year, no, pl- player's choice be... is something you can do. You can run that alongside it. Uh, sorry, a fan's choice. You know. Um... Well, we already have that. We've got that polygraph stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can have those sponsor type. But the Ballon d'Or has a certain amount of credence and credibility to it, doesn't it? Yeah, because but it's... but but I think who people voted for and all of that sort of stuff is. Is offered up afterwards, so you can see what it, what journalist um, voted for which player. That that's, it's that's much available. more select panel, isn't it? It's still not small, but it's not. I think isn't Ballon d'Or just journalists? I think I think it's just sport. It might yeah, be, yeah, but the, think... the point being is, is it's a small group, but one that takes ownership of the decision that's being made. Now you can you all, whenever you have awards like this, you can always argue, there's always arguments about player X and player Y and the relative merits. But no, as we mentioned before, no one gets even nominated by being a spud. Now um, we mentioned the um, just another thing. I don't like, I, yeah. Harmon Preet. Now yeah. Harmon Preet, you in our conversation said you don't believe that Harmon Preet was the best player 
in that Indian side. No, no. But he's a bloody good player. As but, 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 he was all, but he was also five years ago nominate, nominated yeah. for World Player of the he's Year. He's a pretty good bloody he's player. Up, he's up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Now, whether you agree with the final decision or not, he's still a quality player. So no one, no one ever gets to these levels without being a quality player. And that, I think, by giving accountability to, to a small group, it, it makes everybody happier. Yes, you can have that, but it's our opinion and that's it. And that's what this award is. And giving that award some sanctity. At the moment, it, it, because of this sort of shit, and it's been going on for years, this is not the first time we've questioned these awards over the fact that you've got fan votes and you've got all these different influences going on. Now, do, or do you, if everybody was playing the same number of international games every year, you just get the players to vote on it. Get the players to vote. But because everybody's not on that level playing field, you can't do so. Or the umpires. The umpires would be my choice. If everybody was... Oh, but we know. We've been over this. We've yeah, been over this. Yeah, but this, still, this that would be my choice. But get the players... But because we're not playing that equal number, of, because the international calendar is so upside down and people get more opportunities than others, that, that becomes weighted in its own mm-hmm. way. So... That's why we do need that sort of select panel that is going to have a good overview of everything that happens. It's not just everybody from Europe, so to speak, which would scare the rest of the hockey world as much as it being everybody from India. Well, the the, the group that selected the nominees were all Europe except for um, Trinidad and Tobago, weren't they? Were they? I don't know. Yeah. Hoffman, Juggins, Commons. Well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but if that's you, it. If you don't, it's been going on. Yeah. Change the whole system. Give it some, give it some gravitas, Matt. Mm. That's what I'm saying. With this whole fan vote thing just stuffs everything up. And congratulations to the winners. Well done for having a following that would vote for you. This is it. I mean, this is what, those are the figures I want to see. How many people have voted on the fan votes before? Has this tripled? Apparently it was unprecedented numbers. Fantastic. And, and the, the know. system, the, 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 okay, they give weightings, but the weightings to the National Association, that's a fixed figure. That can only be, ever be that amount. The media votes, because there's a fixed number of people that do it, will only well, be you, a fixed amount. You, you, the you, fan you, vote is the one that you can influence and the one you can do something about. Yeah. And it's there for a reason. And look, as I, I, it doesn't sit right that India won all of them. I will, I'll agree with that. Does, I, I can make arguments that other people in other places could have won. Certainly the two teams of the year, I wouldn't have selected India. I would have gone for Sean Moriner as the coach of the year. I thought he, we're all basing it across the Olympics, given that we've already had that discussion earlier on this podcast, that basically these decisions, I thought he was excellent in his performance as a match day coach from what I was exposed to. Now, perhaps... Coaches and other people pick things on other things that are going on in the in the realm of hockey within their country, but I thought he was a, a, a worthy winner. All of them are worthy winners. Rajesh, honestly, surprised me. As good as a keeper as he is, as brilliant as a keeper he is, surprised me. The percent the percentage media votes surprises me on. Ninety percent of the list, though, well, as, you, as you go down. Is, is there a list available of the media who did vote? I don't know. I haven't checked. Not really that interested. But you know, I wonder who the media 
were that bothered to vote, how many were given the opportunity to vote versus how many that did actually vote, which is something the FIH did bring up. And it's a worthy point to bring up by the FIH, but it doesn't quite explain everything. Is that fair? Well, it's all about communication. You want people on board, John? You want to get them to oh, vote, vote for things? And you, some, you know. some breaking news. Oh, here we're talking about voting, John, and communication. Voting and communication. Yeah. Now, yesterday I put up a poll on the back of... As a reply to one of your tweets, I wasn't like I just put it out there, but anyway. Um, my first poll, I think, Matt. Is it? I think that's the first time I put a poll up. Congratulations. Where's that round of applause? Here you go. 13 people voted in my poll, Matt. Sorry, how many? 13. So it's obviously a very strong cross-section of community thought here. Now, my my, uh, poll posed this question. What did the person at FIH Hockey, who counts all these votes up, think when they got the final tally? So imagine you're sitting there in Lausanne, you've got all the votes there, <laughs> and you're sitting there and you go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he won that one. Oh, she won that one. Oh, oh, India, 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 India. So you're sitting there and you're going, all of these winners are from India. What are you thinking? What are the options? The options are, number one, oh, shit, this is not good. And that's when you go, Terry. (laughs) We've got a problem. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a problem. Uh, Option number two, can't wait to tell Mr. Doctor. Bring, bring. Mr. Doctor, I've got some good news for you. Number three, hmm, Ladbrokes. Because I don't know what odds you're getting on that shit happening, but it would have been bloody good. <laughs> I, I would have been oh, jumping on that. That would have been. I've been ringing you. That would have been. Get that, on a laptop. That would have been a multi. That would oh, have been a very big good multi. multi. That would yeah. have been a huge multi. Um, and uh, final results are: sixty-one point five percent of respondents can't wait to tell Mr. Doctor Batra. Uh, 30.8% of people said, oh shit, this is not good. Huge numbers there. Is that, thir- uh, is, can I see, is that 13,130,000? 7.7% of people who responded to this poll are gamblers, Matt. Mmm, that mm. breaks. <laughs> there you well, go. Well, there so you that's go. what the hockey community obviously thinks that, um, the FIH were probably pretty happy with the results. They're on, I mean, seriously, imagine being that person who calculates it all up no, and going, India, oh, where, where this is going to turn into a world of pain. You must have thought that at some stage going, you know what, I've, I've been, I've triple checked these just to make sure, yep, India win everyone. What am I going to do? It, but it's, I'm it, just going to publish the results. Yeah, but it's also, damn. but it's also inconceivable that Apart from a few cues and a few little leads in to actually rig it in any kind of way. <laughs> you it, can only really just, rig it through nomination. It's just, yeah, that's it. It's just in- inconceivable to, to do it any other way. That's now. Unless spoke, they bald face just lied and made shit well, up no, and went, oh, so yes, we'll give him more 63% of this vote, you know, like. Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah. Look, there's, but there's also no secret that around tables in the, in the FIH that, um, the conversations are that India need to win something. Well, they did. They won a bronze medal. They came third. 
A bronze medal. A bronze medal. <laughs> bronze medal. Pretty and he came third. Well done. Yeah, he's, he's a gold medal for coming third. Well, publicity is good publicity, yeah, look, John. You can, you, can, you can always make um, individual arguments about individual awards, but you know, India lucked in. They won all eight. Very lucky, I would suggest, but not inconceivable. And not necessarily a sign of cheating. No, not or at all. Or corruption. No, 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 no. But, but don't, don't I would hate, call don't the process play- incompetent, the, though. Don't I would hate- call the process incompetent. <laughs> don't hate the players, hate the game. That's, no, I hate the administrators. That, 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 that was the game. You know, no, no, no. They're the evil side. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. My name's John Lee. I'm uh, with former administrator and <laughs> still, still skullduggering around the outside. Am I former? No, I'm not a former administrator. You're I'm right. very much active in the administration scene. Well, you're not officially titled as active. The um, uh, uh, turf committee. Um, oh, just one of those little, t- those little subcommittees. Apart from just running the club, you've just slid in there as well. I was invited in, John. There's no sliding in there. To be fair, I'm a valuable asset. Okay. No, no, you are. Oh, I would concede valuable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of shit no one else will do. Okay. Is that it then? I think so. Well, yeah, we've, we've ranted about the awards. What more do, do you want to say anything about colonialism? <laughs> <laughs> do you. Do you was there anything sexist in the awarding of these awards? Uh, no, there wasn't. But what I will say is you can't get your streams right every time. Give people a bit of slack. It's not always a gender thing. Sometimes <gasps> sometimes service pre- providers are shit and you've just got to deal with it. And uh, yeah, don't hate on the people that are actually trying to do some really great work for our game and have them for many years and will continue to do so. Interpret that as you may. Okay, is that is that why you're going to finish this program? Yeah. Just on a down like that? Yeah. Well, you should get happy and excited. You playing hockey this weekend? Uh, no, I'm, I'm When are you playing hockey again next, mate? Uh, uh, ooh, ten days. You need to be ten playing days. hockey again Ten days, soon. ten days. Back I, I can again. tell you're not in a very good mental space because no, 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 you're not to. playing hockey. No, Monday I'll do some walking hockey. Uh, oh, I've got an interesting meeting with a guy from... Um, uh, uh, um, disability and um, social service sports uh, thing with yeah, the council. Yeah. And oh, good. Yeah, Spread uh, the word. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to hopefully getting the Power ID hockey thing happening at the club. That would be good. See, that's administration working for the good. You're, you're a good administration <laughs> angel. <laughs> Thanks, John. Thanks for joining us, folks. Uh, hopefully you join us next week. And uh, if you're out there playing this weekend, don't forget, give it away. Quack, quack. Good luck, everyone. I'll see the first one was better. I, yeah, I do as well. Should we ditch this one? Have another go? Yeah, why not? All right.